Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Context to this, which you'll get nowhere else, which is why you're listening and watching the No Spin News tonight. China's economy is in trouble. 1.5 billion people, most of them very poor. They don't have uh, the basics of life. Some don't even have electricity out in the uh, western part of that country. It's a huge country. And uh, most people just get by. And the economy goes south, there's going to be big trouble. And you got a big COVID comeback there in China as well. So here are the facts. So the producer price index, which is the overall indicator of the economy, is down 1.3% in October from a year ago, and that is not good, okay? It's the first time that the uh, producer price price index has fell since uh, December 2020 in China. Uh, But here is the key stat. Prices for pork, which is big in China, pork, up 52%. They can afford it. Fruit up 13%. Now, China's uh, stats are not reliable, so this is shocking. It's probably worse than that, okay? And then the export economy. China makes its money, unlike the United States, uh, in selling products abroad because they have slave labor there. Their people don't make any money, so they make the hats and the shirts and everything else, and they send it abroad, and they make a profit, and it comes back. It's 
what their economy is based on. It's an export economy. It fell 0.3% in October alone. Okay? Uh, expectations were for a 4.3% rise in exports in China, and it fell 0.3%. Again, this is dangerous in a population that is living on the margin. So uh, Barclays, the World Bank, cut its forecast for China's economic growth next year uh, to 2%. This is nothing. So China's in trouble. And COVID, in the last two weeks, COVID cases reported 600% up. 600% in two weeks in China. So there's lockdowns. That means uh, soldiers come in to your area and you can't go out, whether you have COVID or not. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. So this is the uh, atmosphere of the meeting between uh, President Biden and uh, President Xi. Bali, Indonesia, place called Nusa Dua. I've been there. Uh, beautiful place. Gorgeous place. They say that the meeting took three hours. On our side, uh, Secretary of State Blinken was there, Treasury Secretary Yellen, Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, uh, Nicholas Burns, American Ambassador to China. And the Chinese had a whole bunch of people there. So uh, this is a quote from the Chinese news agency, which is, tell, you know, government tells them what to do. The discussions were thorough, frank, and constructive. That doesn't mean anything. But here's what's interesting. Uh, Xi is quoted as saying, we hope and always have strive for maintaining peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. But Taiwan independence is as incompatible to peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait as fire and water. So she's not backing away. Chinese are going to make a move on Taiwan, but now is not the right time, in my opinion, because their economy is so fragile. And once they do that, there'll be sanctions like with Putin, which are really breaking uh, Russia. And we're doing a, going to do a big investigation on Putin next week when all this election stuff clears. Putin's in trouble. She knows it. Now, uh, the Biden side, the American side, says that uh, the two agreed that nuclear weapons should never be used. Chinese did not put that out. That was a message to Putin. China didn't say anything about it. So you can't get anything out of Biden. It's just a bunch of gibberish because he doesn't uh, really want you and me, anybody else to know uh, what's happening. But here's the only soundbite we could pick out to show you. Let me start with a few words about the recent elections held in the United States. What we saw was the strength and resilience of the American democracy, and we saw it in action. And the American people proved once again that democracy is who we are. And there was a strong rejection of election deniers at every level from those seeking to lead our states and those seeking to serve in Congress and also those seeking to oversee the elections. And uh, there was a strong rejection of political violence and voter intimidation. There was an emphatic statement that in America, the will of the people prevails. I have no problem with that. But of course, Biden is overlooking the scandalous nature of the election in some states. Uh, overall, the American election uh, helped Biden a lot. Because people obviously don't really understand, you know, the intricacies of our system. And Biden survived. He wasn't embarrassed. 
Um, and so it helped him. But she and Putin and everybody else know that Joe Biden is a weak president. And before, in the next two years, I expect him to be challenged by China. So China's not going to take a chance that some tough guy is going to get elected president in 2024. So I expect something, but I don't, of course, know what. All right, let's go back home. The vote scandal. So four places are just scandalous across the board. Arizona, Nevada, California, Alaska. So Arizona governor is still not called, and the margin is about 20,000 votes. The Democrat Hobbs leading the Republican Lake. Now, that's nothing. 20,000 votes. So, and there are two House races in Arizona still not called. So Republicans are probably going to win the House, squeak it out by one or two. Um, but in Arizona, we still don't know. Now, Arizona's a tiny state. And they can't, this is almost a week. They can't count their votes. So a strong president would have moved federal monitors in already. But the deuce is going on. What's the matter with you people? You can't count the votes in Arizona? Two House races, those are the most vital. Because if both of those go to Republican, then the House will be Republican. All right, so I think Hobbs will probably beat Lake, but I'm not sure. Because the margin is very thin, and it changes hourly. Now, in Nevada, same thing, tiny state. Finally, uh, Cortez Mastro, the Democrat candidate for Senate, beat Laxalt, the Republican, but only by 6,000 votes. 6,000 votes out of about a million cast. So Laxalt should ask for a recount, but he won't because he'd have to pay for it. In, in Nevada, if you want a recount, you got to pay. So Cortez is now the winner of that Nevada state race. I'm shocked, really. I am absolutely shocked that Arizona and Nevada are now blue states. What happened to Western independence? What happened? These people don't have a lot of money in Nevada and Arizona. They're getting killed. Oh, California, 10 House races haven't been called. Now, everybody goes California, liberal state. Most of those House races are in the conservative interior of California. 10. They can't count the votes in a district after a week. Going on. This is such a scandal, I can't even tell you. All right. Um, and then in Alaska, they had this insane uh, first choice, second choice, this, that. Alaska, the senator, whether it's Murkowski or uh, Tishbaka, will be Republican. The governor will be Republican. And there is a House seat up there, but it looks like that's going to go to a Democrat because of this insane system, but they still don't know. <laughs> they still don't know. And it's only 300,000 people voting. Not even 300,000 people voting in Alaska. They can't count the votes after a week. Boggles the mind. And the only solution to these things, because the Constitution gives the states the right to monitor federal election, is to send federal monitors in to see if there's corruption, to see why these people can't count the votes. That's it. 
Biden's never going to do that because the Democrats want this. It works to their advantage to have a disorderly election. Uh, okay. So I'm really, <laughs> this should never happen in America, ever, but it is. So Pelosi, uh, who I don't believe is going to be speaker any longer, and that'll be the end of her, thank God, she goes on ABC and says this. So do you think President Biden should run again? Uh, yes, I do. I mean, president Biden has been a great president for our country. He has accomplished so much. Uh, 10 million jobs, over 10 million jobs under his leadership, working with the private sector, of course. Uh, he has uh, just done so many things that are so great. Baghdad Barbara, that, that's all she is. She hasn't created 10 million jobs. I mean, it's just not true. All right. And, and we went over this 15 times. When you start from zero because of COVID, it's not you creating the jobs. The jobs come back because COVID isn't there any longer. Baghdad Barbara, there she is. Ah, she's somber. Good riddance, boy. That, and this isn't partisan, nothing to do with party, but that woman with that amount of power for all those years, oh, how much damage she did to this country. All right. Let's bring in a guy who's a lot smarter about elections than I am. His name is Zach Smith. He works for the Heritage Legal Foundation, coming to us from Washington, D.C. He is an election expert. Did I make any mistakes in my description of where we are in the midterms right now, Mr. Smith? Well, you're absolutely right, Bill. This delay in counting the votes is absolutely shameful. Unfortunately, what we've seen are certain states and certain election officials are refusing to administer efficient safe, secure elections. Look, that should really be a bipartisan issue, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're an independent, everyone should want to make sure that the votes are counted quickly and that they're counted accurately. Unfortunately, certain states, the states that you mentioned, Arizona, Nevada, California, uh, Alaska, and there are others are having great difficulty in meeting that very low bar. And I suspect part of the reason they're having difficulty doing that is because they've been sloppy uh, in their election processes and procedures. You know, one of the things we did here at the Heritage Foundation, we compiled an election integrity scorecard and we ranked the states one to 50 on how well they did in terms of making sure their elections were safe and secure and how efficiently they could administer that process. And it shouldn't come as a surprise uh, that California ranked 49th out of 50 and Nevada ranked 50 out of 50. And so <laughs> if the citizens in those states right. <laughs> would would require their elected officials to get serious about this, uh, they could see a much better system being implemented. Now, this is a partisan statement I'm going to make. But before that, would you be kind enough to send me the heritage uh, rankings and I will use it tomorrow on the No Spin News? I, I'd like to have Happy that. to I'll do put it. it up so everybody see it. Okay, so... My contention is Democrats like the chaos. They like the mail-in ballots. They like the drop-offs. They like all this because it's easier for them on their ground game, which they have a much better ground game than Republicans do. That means that people in the precincts that go out and, and cajole people to vote and things like that, they round up votes. It's much easier to do when you have a very loosely monitored situation. So Democrats don't want reform. My opinion, am I wrong? 
Well, look, Bill, you know, we do policy, not politics here at the Heritage Foundation. And so certainly it seems to be uh, that many Democratic run states or liberal run states and jurisdictions are having serious issues counting the balance effectively and efficiently. And part of the reason for that is that for so long, these individuals, particularly these individuals on the left, have resisted implementing common sense election safeguards. Yeah, they Things don't like want it. Right, well, but they don't want it for a reason, Mr. Smith. They well, don't want it for a reason. It's not just gross incompetence. Yes, gross incompetence is in play. But there is a reason they don't want to do what Florida did. So in 2000, <clears throat> the most famous American screw-up election, Florida was just a disgrace. All right? Well, they revamped the whole thing, and now Florida is one of the most efficient. I bet you it's in the top ten in your list, is it not? Florida does very well, and they deserve a lot of kudos for implementing common-sense legislation. Look, the problem in part, Bill, is whenever states move to enact these common-sense reforms that, by the way, are very popular across the political spectrum, across races, across genders, uh, because they are such common-sense solutions, uh, these states face lawsuits. Uh, they're often collusive in nature, where they, uh, those who are bringing the suits find a favorable election official who will enter a favorable settlement. And so when you get Heritage Election Integrity Scorecard, we have 12 broad categories that we suggest states should implement that will help avoid many of the problems that we're currently seeing. Okay. Um, let's turn to the House of Representatives. I've been following this every hour. So frustrating because no, the ticker doesn't move. You know, we're in Monday night now. Vote was last Tuesday night. And it's still in, in some places in California, some districts, small districts. This is not L.A. or San Francisco. 38% of the vote in, 40% of the vote. I mean, look at it. You. But from my math, it looks like the Republicans will take the House by one or two. Is that what you have? Well, it certainly seems to be what's being reported right now. I know it's a much smaller wave uh, than was initially anticipated. Uh, but look, I think going back to the original point, Bill, this is shameful that it's taking no, so I know, no, long. But have you guys been counting the districts? Do you concur that it's likely Republicans will win the House or do you not know? Well, that is a question that is better answered by many of my colleagues at Heritage Action, Heritage, uh, the Heritage Foundation's sister organization, and others. Uh, but look, the delay in knowing the outcome is absolutely shameful, is something that should not be repeated again. And if states will get serious about election integrity, running safe, secure, efficient elections, uh, they can take a look at the Heritage Foundation's election integrity scorecard to find those best practices. Okay, so you're not gonna tell me what you think. <laughs> Do you, how about your colleagues? Have any of them gone on the record uh, by saying they think one or the other party will take the House? Well, look, I think at this point, we have to wait for the votes to come okay, in. Okay, I got it, I got it, I got yeah. it. I'm just looking for, you know, look, I got my own method of doing this stuff. Um, in Colorado, I think um, Boert or whatever her name is, the woman up in the mountains area of the state. She's going to win. Um, that ticks it up to 213 and then they need five more. And then, as I said, the districts in play in California are in the Central Valley, in the conservative parts of the state. We got two in Arizona. Uh, just driving me crazy. Final question for you. Um, this is a victory for Biden, I believe, because he could have gotten wiped out and embarrassed all over the world 
and the Democrats could have been decimated, uh, he would have been under pressure to actually leave the presidency if that happened. But now he's strutting around like a peacock. And I wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Well, look, I think, unfortunately, the Biden administration's policies have been incredibly harmful for us as a nation. He's often taken unilateral executive action beyond what he is constitutionally or statutorily authorized to take. And so I'm hopeful, although I doubt it will happen, that the Biden administration will take a different tact and will certainly not take actions uh, that are unconstitutional or not statutorily authorized. All right, Mr. Smith, we really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on today. Um, Donald Trump. Now, there's no question that Donald Trump was a factor in the midterms and he helped the Democrats. No question about it. Okay, because of the election denier thing. Um, From the very beginning, I uh, suggested to the president himself in private conversation and on this broadcast that that is not a winner. 2020 relitigation is not a winner. Tease off a lot of independence. Independence broke four points for the Democrats, which was the difference. It's interesting because more Republicans voted for Republican House candidates by a margin of about 5%. So overall vote for the House, Republicans won that by 5%, which is a pretty healthy margin. But on the independent side, they broke for the Democrats largely because of the denier January 6th. And if you were watching any of these commercials, I mean, they just waved it, you know, Trump and this, and they linked uh, Bulldog and they linked the guy in Arizona and, and uh, uh, Tudor Dixon in Michigan to Trump and the denier. And it worked. It worked. I mean, if anybody said it worked, they're not telling you the truth. It worked. So, That being said, you then step back and say, well, what is Donald Trump's future? Remember, 80 million people voted against him. They didn't vote for Biden, by the way, and you know that. They voted against Trump. Does he have a political future? So uh, my message today on BillOReilly.com and my column, both on the election, I hope you go to BillOReilly.com and read them, and it's free. You don't have to be a premium member or anything like that. You just go and message is there every morning comms are every Sunday. Uh, I think they're provocative. But what is Donald Trump's future as a uh, presidential candidate? So Jason Miller, one of his top guys, says tomorrow night at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, he's going to announce he's going to run. That's what Miller says. I don't know. I haven't talked to Donald Trump in a while. I don't know what he's going to do. I know he wants to run. But is he going to announce tomorrow night? Miller is a guy that's close to him. And Miller's saying, yeah, he's going to announce. All right. And they even put a uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time slap on it. So they get primetime TV coverage. Um, Okay. I don't have analysis now on Donald Trump running or not, whether this is a good thing for the country or not. I know at this point in history, He's not the power he used to be. I think every, even the MAGA supporters would, would know that. You have to know that. All right. But the man is incredible. And he can come back. But can he get those independents over to his side? Boy, that's tough. That is a tough, tough road. So anyway, um, when he announces, we'll analyze what he says. 
and I'll get as much inside information tomorrow as I can. But at the same time, this is swirling around this week. Vice President Pence is out on a book tour. Though you got a book. And the left-wing press is using Pence against Trump. So Pence goes on with David Muir, ABC, and uh, the headline is that Pence says, Donald Trump put me and my family in danger. You know, okay. Uh, Pence has refrained from bad-mouthing Trump, although Pence was not happy about Trump trying to force him not to certify the election. And Pence was right. Constitutionally, Pence was right. So you've got to be that in the book. But what you should know is Pence is going to do a big thing on CNN on Wednesday. So the left-wing press is using Pence against Trump. Ironically, for the left-wing media, DeSantis at this point, the governor of Florida, is more dangerous to the liberal cause than Trump is. That could change. That could change. But by attacking, continue attacking, undermining Trump, you might get a stronger candidate, DeSantis, in 24. But all of that is swirling around. Now, you know me. I'll tell you the truth as we see it, and we'll back it up with facts. Uh, these early polls, DeSantis versus Trump, they're just bull. I'm not even going to report them. Usually I report the stuff and tell you, ah, it's a bunch of crap. But I'm not even going to report that because it's still too turbulent around. People aren't figuring it out yet on a, on a Republican side. There's a lot of angst on the Republican side. They like DeSantis and they like Trump, some of them. There's a little, I'd say 20% uh, of the Republicans don't like Trump. I think everybody in the Republican Party likes DeSantis. All right, so that's where we are on that. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio 
into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. So Georgia still matters, even though uh, the Senate is in Democratic hands. Okay, Um, if uh, Herschel Walker wins, um, then it will be 50 50 in Georgia if he wins. And then you have Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, two Democrats who don't always vote with Biden. So it makes it a heck of a lot easier for the Senate to uh, join the House and block legislation. Remember, the House, so many you might get a few defections. So some Republicans might, you know, vote for stuff that the uh, House leadership, McCarthy probably, doesn't want. Hard to control that many people. Anyway, so uh, it's a December 6th, Warnock versus Walker again. We'll start to cover it about five days ahead. Because, you know, people are exhausted now and polling's not going to matter now. About five days ahead, we'll take a sharp look at it, but it still matters. So the uh, House Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell, Senator from Kentucky, is 80 years old. Now, I have a personal beef against McConnell. He killed single-handedly Kate's Law that I had drawn up and Ted Cruz and others had sponsored to uh, say that a criminal illegal alien who gets deported and then comes back here again, a felon, goes to prison for 10 years. That was Kate's law. And that certainly would discourage all of these people who commit felonies in the United States, get deported and come back. Wouldn't it? 10 years? I think so. Anyway, that bill was well on its way to being passed, and McConnell would not put it up for a vote because he didn't want some wise guy like O'Reilly driving legislation. And that bill would have passed. Trump would have signed that bill. Um, So I don't like Mitch McConnell at all. (laughs) Okay, And I, I just want to tell you that. And remember, the man who shot Kate Steinle dead had been deported five times. He's a a drug dealer. Five times. And McConnell still wouldn't do it. Boy, I got to tell you that because uh, I don't want Mitch McConnell to be the Senate minority leader. I think he's a... uh, old-time Paul who's not looking out for you or Kate Steinle or Kate Steinle's family or anybody. Anyway, uh, there is a poll. I don't believe the poll. 221,000 responses. This isn't a scientific poll. They just put it out on the Internet and, and, you know, anybody. And it says Mitch McConnell 
is favored by 7% of Americans, unfavorable 81. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know he's not popular, but I don't think he's that unpopular, but I could be wrong. So yesterday we had a, a guy from Heritage Foundation, which is a think tank in D.C., talking about the crazy voting situation in California, Arizona, and Nevada, where they simply can't count the votes. They can't. All right? So the feds should be going into those districts and overseeing the process because it's not going to get any better. So I asked Heritage to give me the five most efficient states in vote counting. Put them on up and you'll listen on the radio and I'll read them off. Tennessee is the most efficient state in the country in counting its vote. Georgia second, a stunning comeback. Remember, they passed the new law in Georgia. Alabama third, Missouri fourth, South Carolina fifth. There are the top five, okay, that know what they are doing in honest elections. Here are the worst states when it comes to the election. Vermont, Oregon, California, we're seeing that right now, Nevada, we're seeing it, and Hawaii. Now, you notice um, that uh, the reason they have a 51 there is because there were ties. It's not that, you know, there are 50 states. Okay? <laughs> Biden may not know that, but I do. Um, so anyway, Arizona is not on that list. It's Heritage's list, not mine. But they, they scored very poorly. They were just outside it, but the others were worse. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, down in Texas, so uh, Governor Greg Abbott, uh, he's almost the same as DeSantis in his militancy on the border. And he's uh, declared an emergency an invasion at the border and invoking constitutional powers. Very interesting. So uh, the quote from Abbott is this. I invoke the invasion clauses of the U.S. and Texas constitutions to fully authorize Texas take unprecedented measure to defend our state against an invasion. Okay. So it is an invasion. There's no doubt about it. And he's now evoking not only Texas constitution, but the U.S. constitution. So what is it about the U.S. constitution? Well, this is really clever. In uh, Article 4, Section uh, 4, Article 4, Section 4, the U.S. Constitution, it says that each state shall protect the others against invasion. I didn't even know that. Um, so Texas got to protect Maine from millions of people coming in unauthorized. Now, what, are, what is Abbott going to do? Okay, the first thing is he's going to put his National Guard at the border to physically repel immigrants trying to cross illegally. That means they'll be armed. Okay, two, that he's going to build a border wall, you know, barriers where none exist, 
He can't build on federal land. It's got to be state land or he's got to buy the property. He's going to deploy gunboats in the Rio Grande River. Gunboats. Now, are they going to shoot? That's pretty bold. And finally, designate Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. Well, that's my idea. And we discussed this uh, months ago when I had a meeting with Donald Trump. And I said, look, the only way to stop this is to designate the cartels, the people smugglers, as terrorists. And then you can drone them and kill them, just like you did Soleimani and al-Baghdadi and what I write about in Killing the Killers. They were all assassinated by the U.S. under the designation of being terrorists. And under the Patriot Act, you do it. Well, he's doing the same thing, Abbott, but he doesn't have the authority to do that. So he can't use Texas National Guard or, or whatever to assassinate Mexican citizens. Federal government could under the Patriot Act. Biden'll never do it. But Trump was that close to doing it, but he made a deal with Obrador uh, and Obrador stopped it, stopped all the caravans. You may remember that. I know this is a little complicated. If you have any questions, bill at BillOReilly.com, bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Okay, so Texas, very aggressive, no doubt about it. Arizona, it's going to be a tough two years for Arizona. Um, in October, the Border Patrol reports 230,678 migrants were encountered, a record. 40% up from the previous October, 411% increase from Trump's last October. There's no doubt the open border Biden policy has led to catastrophe. And we're not even talking about the drug deaths, the fentanyl heroin deaths. Horrible. Biden does not care. Period. And that is the truth. Household debt is at uh, the fastest pace in 15 years, credit cards. So mortgages, credit card debt, and auto loans. Driving household up, $351 billion from July to September rise. So most American families are in debt, big debt. That's what I mean when I say things are not going to get any better. Smart life. So Thanksgiving a week from tomorrow. And the dinner, uh, according to the American Farm Bureau, is going to cost 20% more than it did last year. And uh, if you want raw numbers, in 2018, uh, the dinner cost, family of four, $62. It'll cost you $82 this year. $20 difference. It doesn't matter. Okay? Don't skimp on Thanksgiving dinner. Have a good time. All right? In fact, I'm adding to my menu. I mean, I want everybody to be happy. I want a great dinner. I, if I have to go into debt, which I don't, but I would, to provide it, I will. But here's how you can save. <laughs> You're not going to like to hear this, many of you. Cut the booze out. The wine, the beer, it's sparkling water, a little lime, a little lemon. You know, it's perfect. Sparkling water is perfect with turkey and all the uh, trimmings. 
Perfect. But I know a lot of people want to get buzzed on Thanksgiving. But if you booze it, that, that'll add to your tab. But if you don't, and you go with the sparkling water tip or regular ice water, then the dinner is not going to cost you much more. Smart life. We have uh, lived the smart life magnets uh, from the BillOReilly.com Christmas store. I love them. I love them. I mean, live the smart life, you know? And that's the only way we're going to survive the next two years, and that's why we're here. Uh, let's go to the border. Uh, the Border Patrol guy down there, Christopher Magnus, is out. So Biden throws him under the bus. And is this going to improve anything? No. It's a scapegoat deal. It's like, oh, well, we fired the head of the uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Uh, hey, it's your fault, Biden. 100% your fault. You. Can you fire anybody you want? Fire yourself. You're the one that, that put the open border in, and now it's chaos. El Paso, Texas, big town, their airport is almost unusable. Almost unusable. There are so many migrants at the airport. And listen to this. So the Biden administration says they're going to give a private agency, the Annunciation House, $7 million to take the people in the El Paso airport to Denver, to Denver's airport, so they can fly out of there because El Paso can't handle it and Denver's much bigger. So they have $7 million more taxpayer money shuttling these people around. What a... (laughs) You know? With the economy, the open border, and the crime, I had no idea Americans would be this foolish to do what they did last week in the election. Disney. Now, here's the company that DeSantis destroyed. DeSantis did this. So Disney's got a big show on Broadway, The Lion King. In that show, there are people who interpret the words for the deaf. One of those people is a guy named Keith Wan, 53 years old, professional guy, and by all accounts does a great job in signing for the Lion King. He's fired because he's white. Okay? So the quote from the agency that hired him and now fired him, Theater Development Fund, is that in the current social climate, you can't have a white person signing for black performers. To his credit, Mr. Wan has sued in federal court, and he'll win. Disney will settle. Okay? And there's another woman who got booted, too. It's, it's just unbelievable. So Disney basically said, hey, you know, uh, even though these people are good, they're competent, but they're white, and uh, the, uh, Lion King's got black performers, so they can't do the sign language of the black performers. Horrible. The guy who runs Disney is named Bob Chapek, okay? Total fool, all right? He's a CEO. Um, and he now is going to lay off a bunch of people working for Disney, but he won't say how many. The reason is that Disney's quarter missed its mark by a billion dollars and the streaming service lost nearly 1.5 billion. This is Disney Plus. So Disney is hemorrhaging money. 
Why? Because traditional Americans, conservative Americans, say, I'm not going to do it. They're not going to do it. You know, you take your Disney and stuff it. It's a shame because Disney is magic for children and the children aren't. Political? Now, the parks still do well. But all their other enterprises and people? No. Karma. Sign of the Times, New York City. Dope dealer, Manuel Pagan, 49 years old, Washington Heights, that's up a west side, way up in Manhattan. Cops arrest him, 20,000 fentanyl pills. 20,000 for Manuel. Released on his own recognizance. No bail. Charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance. Possession? Possession? 20,000 pills? Think Manuel is going to use 20,000 fentanyl pills? It should be possession with intent to sell. That get Manuel 10 years in the state penitentiary. No. Nope. Now, Manuel will never be seen again. He's due back in court December 15. He's gone. He'll never come back. They know that. Hochul knows that. The Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg knows that. Cops know it. You know, it takes a while to bring a case like that. 20,000 fentanyl pills. And fentanyl kills people. We all know that. Think New York State cares? Not at all. Dope dealers do whatever they want. Heroin, fine. Opium, fine. Methamphetamine, cocaine, fentanyl. Go ahead. We're not even going to hold you. Criminal justice does not exist in New York City. Does not exist there anymore. And the people of New York City voted for no criminal justice. Because if they had voted for Lee Zeldin and the blacks broke 10 to 1 against Zeldin in New York City, that's why he lost. Zeldin would reimpose criminal justice. Hoka will not. Oh, 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 oh. I live here. I can't tell you how disappointed I am. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, final thought of the day. Big changes are coming. I don't have a lot of time to get into depth, but I will tomorrow. Okay, the changes are coming in these areas. Economy, job losses. Next two years, not going to be good. All right? Make sure you are secure in the workplace as much as you can be secure. Very important. High prices heating your home this winter. Now, I've, I got an electric heater that I'm moving around, all right, that's saving me some money. It's one of our sponsors, Thunderstorm, any of that, but it's what I'm doing. Biden's going to deteriorate. It's going to get worse. 
He didn't go to the big dinner in Bali last night. Where all the world leaders are there. Biden didn't show. It's not good. Okay? And a Republican civil war between Trump and DeSantis. Don't know how that's going to play out. All of those things are going to be change agents. Stay with us. BillOReilly.com is the nexus. We will guide you through. Thanks for watching No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.